Hey friends, and welcome back to The Sandwich, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. I'm back. It's been a little while. Uh, It happens. Sometimes you got to take breaks as a creator. And I thought we could talk about what that looks like when you maybe host a podcast or run a YouTube channel or have a business or you're just doing a lot of different things and wearing a lot of different hats and when you need to take a break, why you need to take a break and why it means it's like things are not done. You can just take a break and come back, right? So I'm excited to share with you today what I've been up to, uh, what's happening, what some of my plans are, and I'm just happy to chat with you and be in your ears. I've missed you. It's been a while. Okay, let's do this. Now you you may very well be watching a video version of this episode and um, it's pretty gritty. It is currently 12.53 at night and uh, my hair could use a brush. Uh, I could use some sleep to be honest. And I just, the reason why I am talking to you right now, why you can hear me in your ears is because I have been meaning to sit down and record my I'm back podcast episode, but like I just am not making time for it. And it's one of those things, kind of like how I started my whole YouTube gig. You just got to do it. Like it's not going to be perfect. You just have to show up and start talking and do the thing that you enjoy. And then you're back. It's like you've ripped the bandaid off, right? So that's what I'm doing. (laughs) I have my blanket. Um, sitting at my desk and I'm recording actually on a webcam that I've picked up. It's a very nice webcam. So it's pretty good quality. And, uh, I've got the blue Yeti mic. Like I, I just USB plug and play. We're going to talk. We're going to bring the podcast back. I actually have three episodes that are already pre-recorded that I just need to like zhuzh up a bit and then share it with you. So, you, you know, it's just the first step. And sometimes the first step is one of the really hard steps for some reason. Just the way it is. So I suppose the first place to begin is um, what happened exactly. So if you go back, in fact, I'm not exactly sure what the last date was for the for the podcast. Was it September? August. I think it was August. It was right before school started. And I had been talking a lot about what was going on with back to school. And I even had a friend who's a teacher come onto the podcast. And we spoke a little bit about, you know, what it might look like and and just all of that. And, you know, the thing is with certain creators, and I can only speak for myself, but um, some of us like me, do a little bit of everything and I'm the reason that things are ticking along because of me prioritizing certain parts of the work that I do and what I find is that sometimes other things are more important and you have to take the time to stop and prioritize those other things knowing that you'll eventually come back to said project or said wonderful little thing you were working on said thing being the podcast. And when it was coming down to going back to school, it was a very confusing, complicated time. Um, 
you know, if you've been following for a little bit, you know that we initially were like, okay, we're going to put the kids back in school. And then right before the back to school thing happened, we decided to keep them home thinking that they would have some sort of access to virtual school. Like we kind of didn't get it. So our bad. Um, So the kids did this weird hybrid version thing and that kind of didn't work out. And then eventually they got into virtual school, but that like whole period of time trying to figure out what was going on with the kids at school and then them actually starting school was extremely challenging. Um, You know, I went from a day where the kids were like free in the backyard and playing or doing what they were doing and everybody had a lot of freedom and a lot of their own time to very limited, limited amount of time, um, trying to help Dean set the kids up for school, feeling stressed when there wasn't anything to do for school, but feeling like we should do something. It was very confusing. It was very complicated. Let's not rehash it. Honestly, it gives me hives. It makes me sweat. We're good now. The kids are in this formal virtual school and they're both doing the best that they can. It is not an ideal setup, but we're making it work. So here we are. It's been working now. I'm pretty sure that they're on week three of their virtual school or something like that. Time is going fast and slow all at the same time. And it's going well, as well as can be expected. So, you know, in that time frame, you know, what happens? And I kind of wrote down some notes about like what was going on and, um, And I would imagine that there's a lot of you that are in a similar boat. You know, our experiences, you know, the examples may not be the same, but I think the overarching theme is likely pretty similar. But, you know, here we are in this COVID pandemic time. And sometimes what we see online is a little bit confusing because I personally feel like I'm really living this COVID strangeness with a husband who's still unemployed, me being the primary earner, the kids being home from school, our bubble has like four other people in it, and like not even really. Um, It's very isolating still, and yet I'm seeing other people, and it's just portrayed very differently, and I feel very confused about that. And so in that regard... I've had to create some boundaries about what am I exposing myself to because it's starting to really impact my mental health. And I feel like the theme for this episode is truly boundaries and knowing what you are capable of handling in the current time and what you just don't have time for and have to put aside and just I'll come back to it when I'm ready. And that's kind of the theme with what happened with the podcast. I love it so much. You know, I love podcasts, but I just did not have the emotional capacity or bandwidth to share in such a vulnerable way. Because the difference with the podcast, if you're a podcast listener, especially with my style, you know, it's very open hearted sharing yourself with people. I'm very unscripted. Um, I prefer listening to unscripted things when I can. I just love the natural flow of thought and heart and you know, because it is such a vulnerable platform in the way that I create on it, sometimes I need to not create, you know, like I just 
can't. It's just not there. I got to just conserve that energy. And that was the first thing. So, you know, back when all of this back to school stuff was happening and there was just so many decisions being made and it felt like we were kind of like coming out of this little dreamlike bubble that was summer in our backyard with the pool and everything that we had access to. And it was like stark reality. Um, I needed to really conserve my energy and also with that switch in weather where summer's coming to an end, fall had appeared, the weather starts changing, as do all of our patterns and routines. And I found that kind of a tricky transition. You know, I went from having the ability to like work out five, six days a week to barely getting to two or three days. And the reason I bring up the fitness is that that really ties into my mental health and how I'm feeling about myself and my surroundings and my life. Like it's all very balanced in these different areas. Um, Or I should say I'm striving for balance, but it definitely, like it's never just one thing. You know, it's like the family part of it, the work part of it, the fitness part of it, the mental health part of it. Like it's all these little things that you have to keep tapping into (laughs) throughout the day and week and month and just making sure that you're staying connected to all of these things that make you you. So as that shift started to happen, you know, I realized I really need to focus on my mental health and more so now than ever before, focus on it so that I don't dip as far as I've dipped like in previous years because I can't dip right now. I mean, if I do, I do. C'est la vie. I'll figure it out. But I really do feel the weight on my shoulders to work and earn and provide and connect and do everything that I try to do, but like really pump it up. It's like the Amanda Muse content and the Amanda Muse, you know, stuff that I create, but like on steroids and just go, go, go. So (laughs) being um, an obliger, if you listen to the Happier podcast, you know what I'm talking about, but Gretchen Rubin has this really great quiz you can take to learn about yourself. And I've learned that I'm definitely an obliger. So if I commit to you or, you know, my listener, my viewer, that I'm going to do something, I will follow through. It's like in me to commit. Um, And so a lot of the times my sharing publicly allows me to then follow through because I've let other people know and that works with my personality type. So yeah, it it was a really like, okay, let's get down to basics here. In order for me to continue to produce and exist and work and do all of these things at a certain capacity, I've really got to like figure out what's working for me and do more of that. And then what isn't working, that's got to go by the wayside. So a couple of things that I've done, and if you're a, you know, a religious follower, religious, that's a weird word. That's not what I meant. It's 1am. You're going to bear with me on the words I choose. If you're a regular follower, um, or you're watching the video and you see these cute, well, not this, not this guy, this guy, sorry, I was backwards. I'm looking at the camera in my office is where I'm sitting. I got some plants and I took up the hobby of plants. I'm now a plant lady and I kind of love it. In fact, I've got two plants on my desk. I have this beautiful Chinese evergreen. It's like the pink, kind of light pink one. And then I have an African violet that I'm resurrecting and like she's got little baby leaves growing and it's so exciting to me. And then down here on the floor, I've got literally just got her today. This is Fiona, the fiddle leaf um, plant. 
I've heard they're very finicky. We'll see how it goes. But I've taken up plants as a hobby. And it was definitely an intentional thing. Um, also, though, I did make a commit. I did say something out loud, which was like, I can't keep plants alive. And then it bothered me <laughs> that I said that. And I was like, wait, did I just place a challenge before myself and now I have to like prove myself wrong basically so here I am oh and then on this side of me she's a fake tree but she's still cute which is why she's got leaves in her um but yeah I just I was like you know what I've read that plants are good for your mental health you have to keep an eye on them you have to water them make sure they're getting enough sunlight fertilize them make sure they're in the right temperature and the spot in your home like it's a very involved thing and I was like you know what I need this right now. They're pretty. They add green to a space, which I love. Green is like my favorite color. And I need this. And so I took it up. And honestly, it's been it's been really fun. Who knew? I already had to, you know, one plant we had to have like a little burial for her. Didn't really work out. But so far, so good with the other ones. And the other thing that I did was switching up my fitness. So in the summer, going really hard in the garage gym. And I was running and weights and just really enjoying weightlifting, which I do enjoy. However, as I was saying that once that shift in the weather happened, it was like my ability to go as hard as I was in that dingy garage was just gone. Like it's so uninviting. It's just... It's a garage, you know what I mean? And it's not a fancy one. It's like a garage. So I do have a treadmill in there that I will go and use. But aside from that, like I'm not feeling inspired by everything else. So as I was scrolling through my Instagram, I noticed that there was a business that had opened up in my city and it offered kickboxing. But what really sparked my interest is that the owner is female. And I thought, oh, okay, hold on. So I was feeling apprehensive about potentially going to a gym that I would be like one of very few women. Well, it turns out that there, I go with a neighbor of mine and we take kickboxing a few times a week and it is exhilarating. And actually, if you're watching the video, those are my wraps that are hanging there because I just had class today and I'm just airing them out. Um, Hand wraps and bruises on my feet. And today I actually had to get shin guards to protect my feet because when I like something, I go pretty like intensely. So my body is having a hard time recovering in between my classes because <laughs> I just, I am punching and kicking the crap out of a bag. And I'm thinking like 2020 is probably the best year to take up this sport because doesn't just make you want to punch something like 2020 has been something. So it's been so fun to light the spark again about a fitness activity that brings me joy. And I guess that's sort of, you know, I did what I set out to do. I needed a little break. Like here I was producing and and just kind of going about my day and do this on YouTube and do this on Instagram and do this on TikTok and do this. And here I am. And then you start to notice that like the wheels are coming off the tracks or, you know, it, it just started to get a little wobbly. And I thought, okay, we need to pare it back. We need to do some things that have no impact on your 
growth as a creator or your reach, you know, as a business. And it's like, I just need to do something for me. And isn't that a good lesson and a reminder all the time? You know, you may not be a creator like me, but you might be, you know, working and striving to get up in the ranks at your company and you're going over the top and you're doing all of these things. And sometimes you just have to let it take its course a bit and not be so intense about everything. And it worked. I rediscovered my passion for working out in a different way and it's so fun and I have a new hobby that like it's just that's also really fun I have my you know my soil moisture temperature checker thing it's a meter tells me if I need to water my plants and I pick pretty little places to put them and it's just you know it's um It's trying to find little moments of joy and happiness in a year that we all wish would be different, but it's not, and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. And I don't want to just waste a year or two years because, you know, this could be a while. And it's like, I'm sick of being angry. I'm sick of being frustrated about everything. I'm just tired of it. And my finding joy in kickboxing or finding joy in resurrecting an African violet does not take away the stress I feel. It just, it just makes me not think about it for a little bit. And it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable to feel nice occasionally. And I think that it can be a weird time to feel joyful Um, because I feel that way too, like, you know, sitting down to do the finances this afternoon and you're just like, this is depressing. (laughs) I mean, it's not terrible by any means, but it's been better in the past when you have two incomes and when both incomes are at like, you know, a hundred percent, not a portion of one of your salaries. That's just not as nice. And it sucks. Right. And so I can feel conflicted to like, buy a plant that I really wanted when things are not normal. And so it's just, it's weird times and we just have to give ourselves some grace and the permission to find a little joy in the day when we can. You know what that, that I'm about that. In fact, for those watching, I have this little stone that, um, my daughter found because you know sometimes people will paint stones and then leave them in public places and it says joy on it and I've had it on my desk has it been a year maybe more likely since we've been in this house so just over a year and I see it every day and it's just a little reminder to just find a little joy just a little bit you know it's not going to change anything it's not going to take away it's not really you know but if anything it might add a little something to my day I think you get the point. (laughs) Forgive my rambling. I am a bit rusty in the podcasting department. But yes, boundaries, right? Figuring out what you want to prioritize right now and what's important to you. And it doesn't mean it's going to be important to everybody else. And other people might not totally get it, but that's okay. Like, you're not on this earth to make so many other people happy. There's parts of your life and decisions you have to make for you that are just for you, right? Even when you're in a house with a family, 
and you have people that you care for, be it spouses or um, parents or children, like you, you're still allowed to prioritize yourself. Um, so, you know, prioritizing work, that's like number one. Uh, number two would be my mental health because the work doesn't really tick unless my mental health is in a good place. And then the third one being connection. And normally I would say that these don't go in any order, but they really do go in this order right now. It's like work, mental health, connection. And connection for me is with my family, but also connecting to nature, connecting to friends, connecting to family. And I know that it was going to look different, but really making a point to do that because the lack of socializing has had an impact on me. I was definitely a lot busier and a lot more social pre-COVID times. And um, it's hard. And I even noticed I was listening to a pod. I think I was listening to the Happier podcast today. And Gretchen Rubin was saying something to that effect that like, you know, at the start of COVID, she was far more um, planning, you know, Zoom meetings with people and Skype dates. And I, and I was the same planning those things. And now I'm just not doing it anymore. And um, I noticed the impact. It's a touch more isolating, right? Um, I saw this great post on Instagram and I shared it on my Instagram as well in stories. And it was from the account Unapologetically Surviving. And it's definitely an account that has great, you know, uh, memes and really shareable posts. And this one in particular was about the six types of boundaries and it resonated for me. And then the one in particular that I'm feeling very drawn to. So, you know, it talks about seven different areas. You've got spiritual, sexual, mental, emotional, material, and physical. And for me, I feel like I'm really focusing in on the mental boundaries at the moment. For me, it was news. I'm definitely out of the loop when it comes to news, unless something pops in in Instagram or my feed um, or like YouTube trending. I'm just not going to hear about it unless my husband tells me about it or my dad or someone or I seek it out. That's where we're at. I am fragile in many ways. And I just can't listen to our premier or, you know, the prime minister talk about the same thing over and until something changes, I am over it. You know, like obviously there's world news I want to hear about, but like, tell me something new and then I'm interested. So I've really had to just enough already. It's like, what's the definition of insanity? doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I cannot keep reading the news and nothing is changing. Like it's starting to impact me. So that's a big one with some boundaries. Um, With, you know, friendships, I suppose. I've had a lot of friends and I see a lot of people going through some, I'd say not difficult, but just big things. And I am not, in my opinion, I'm not available to support, I think, in a way that I would have been before. And it's hard because it's like there's like this disconnect between the emotional and the mental, you know, emotional, mental, heart and head. It's like my heart um, wants to be there for people and listen and be that friend who's just like a well and you know we'll just like listen and listen but unfortunately 
I don't have that capacity right now. And it's hard when you want to support people, but I don't feel like it's the best way to support people. And, um, you know, the advice to myself is I just, I'm doing the best that I can with the tools that I have and the emotional capacity that I have right now. And it's hard because there's so many people going through so many different things, whether it's, you know, relationship changes, lifestyle changes, physical changes, illness, that type of stuff. It's, um, it's hard. It's hard to be everything to everyone. And that is something that I really struggle with. And I know I'm not alone in that. And, um, I think being aware of it is like the first, dogs is the first step. And so, you know, I'm really just doing the best that I can trying to check in here and there, knowing that it's probably not enough, but it's something and that's okay for right now. So boundaries in that department for sure. Another area that I'm really being super strict in a way is like, who I follow online and what I follow online. And there are a few people that I really like, I hate to even admit it out loud, but I've had to mute because I just can't right now with their lives, whether it's feeling inferior or feeling like, you know, the I can't measure up thing or feeling like, envious that's a terrible feeling or feeling like I just can't because it's so unrelatable right now or whatever the feeling is there is something happening where I started to realize like I wasn't enjoying going onto Instagram because it was just like being bombarded by certain messages and I thought whoa I have control here (laughs) so you can unmute people for a little bit and then come back to it later, right? When your emotional capacity is a little bit bigger and your mental health is in a better place, then you can come back to these things. So um, that was one. And that's a tip I share with everybody. It's like, if somebody isn't making you feel good and you feel really like rough after you're consuming their content, you don't have to. doesn't mean you have to unfollow if you really genuinely like them, but you're allowed to take a break from people, right? Breaks are okay. And then I suppose the last one, which is what we've been kind of talking about for most of this, is, you know, boundaries in terms of how I put myself online and what I create and how I do it and just being very aware of that because burnout is a real thing. And if you're looking at me right now, you might think I'm on the verge of a burnout, but I'm just tired. it's late I actually feel really good I've got like wonderful things happening and really good energy surrounding me and I feel I feel ready you know I feel ready to create more and be back and the reason for that is because I did create some boundaries and I you know pulled everything in and got re-energized and focused on my mental health and Um, prioritize what I could handle and what I couldn't. And then when your little break is done, you come back, right? Because what's important to me as a creator, there's many things, but I mean, one of the things that's important is the legacy is the word that keeps popping out, but it's the impact that I have with what I share. You know, there are lots of people online creating lots of really interesting things. And I'm very aware that you are taking time out of your day to either listen on a podcast or watch a video or scroll through Instagram and chat with me there. And 
I appreciate you doing that and being there, but I also am mindful that like what I'm giving you, I want it to be of good quality and content that is, you know, not necessarily going to change your life, but you know, it's like make you walk away and you maybe feel a little bit brighter. You're, you know, you have a little pep in your step. That's how I want it. That's how I feel about friendships, about when people are in my presence. And then when they leave my presence, I want it to be a little bit better. I don't know who has that saying and that quote, but like, you know, you want to leave something a little better than when you found it. And that's kind of how I feel about what I create. And so if I don't feel like what I'm putting out there is of that standard, then I kind of have to rejig it, take a little break and then come back. And that's where we are. So I am feeling creative and energized and excited about things that are happening. You know, there's some exciting things happening on my YouTube channel. There are some really wonderful campaigns that I'm working on with some of my brand uh, partners. And, you know, I'm just pumped about what's coming for 2021. In my personal life, you know, I feel very connected to my husband. Him being home has its downsides, but there's also a lot of perks. Like we've never had this much time together ever. And it's kind of fun. (laughs) And, you know, we're doing little projects. When I say we, like I'm doing anything. Dean is doing a lot of projects around the house. And so we're really making this house a home. And it feels very exciting because I just don't feel like we've ever done that before in a home that we've lived. And um, yeah, there's just a lot of really wonderful things taking place. And I feel like the cup is overflowing. And therefore, I'm ready to share more and excited to be back. And I'm glad that you're here. So that is my little update. And um I got to warn you, I am toying with the idea of changing the name of my podcast and slightly playing with the format. Not much will change in terms of the delivery and how I share, but I just, I'm just trying to make it more, you know, user-friendly, the right word, but just enjoyable for the listener. So that's it, friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, It was lovely to spend time with you and to chat. And uh, I will be back very soon with a brand new episode. All right, guys. Bye for now.